1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
0: I love stories of women who have great faith, and that is Sharon Swan. I'm glad you stayed with Simply for Women, and here's Sharon.
1: We're hurting, and it seems like the world doesn't understand. They think we should just get over it, and that's not how it works. And... um, So to be in grief share, you have to have had a loss and everything is confidential. Um, You can laugh can cry. You Mm -hmm. absolutely do not have to be a member of this church. You don't have to attend any church. That's right. Um, And it is faith based um, because we really can't get through our grief without God. Um, So. If you want to come, just Thursday yeah. night at six thirty. Show up, and we'll just extend a hug and and some loving. And um, that's awesome. It's always scary to come through the door. Sure, it is because you don't know what it's going to be like or what we do there. But um, we have workbook, we have video, and we have discussion, and we all get to talk. It's it's not a it's not a sad, morbid thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, some place where everyone understands because we've all been through it.
0: So they're really processing together. I somebody that knows what it's like to lose someone they love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a few people have been through it several times. You can even you yes. can keep going if you need to. We
1: we do. We recommend that you go through it a couple of times because you will see your own progress. Mm-hmm. And if your loss is fresh. A lot of times when you start out, your brain is just kind of mush. Just sit there. I know one girl, she
0: said, I just sat there.
1: And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely okay. Sit and listen. Mm -hmm. Because you learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And then you come back and you're a little bit stronger and you start doing the work and you start listening. And a lot of times we can see your progress even before you can. Yeah. Um, So because we all want to heal and grief. It's hard. Oh, it
0: is hard.
1: So before we move
0: on from grief, tell us a little bit about the actual things you learn in grief share.
1: Well, we, what we mostly want you to do is actually talk about your grief and get it out. What we have found is if you bury that grief and you keep pushing it down and pushing it down, eventually it's going to come out it 's going to come out in anger it 's going to come out in hurt, and so um, we teach that grief is something that you have to go through you can 't go around it oh. um, We talk about forgiveness, um, we talk about guilt um, there's there 's so many different there 's thirteen different subjects because we had our courses is for thirteen weeks. Um, and actually the people in there will mostly bond and become friends. They end up exchanging phone numbers or, um, emailing each other. So it's a, it's a very good program and I highly recommend it. What do you think for you personally was the hardest piece of grief to walk through? Ah, the loneliness, Mm. the loneliness, um, especially On marriage, um, you're not used to being home. And and I used to think, well, God had made us one, and now I'm only a half. Mm. And um, it's hard coming home and eating dinner alone and doing everything alone. So you're actually building a whole new life. Um, And your grief doesn't go away. You just learn how to live with it and to go on.
0: So you never forget that
1: person. You never stop loving that person and you you do not forget them. Um,
0: That's important.
1: It's very important.
0: So do you talk about that person with your new spouse? Oh, yes. That's
1: important? Oh, yes. Dennis is, we're very open and Dennis has always been um, very supportive. Um, As a matter of fact, in the first part of our marriage, I would accidentally call him the wrong name, yeah, but I, right. he would say, "Well, you were married for thirty-five years, Sure. you know." So that's so good. Yes. Well,
0: I, I really encourage everyone if you are going through grief or loss, come to the church next door and join us for a grief share. I think I think that would be really a beneficial.
1: Process. Men and women,
0: men and women, anyone yes. or even what about teenagers?
1: Um, we don't have no. a program for teenagers, yeah, but men
0: and women. Yes. OK, mm-hmm. awesome. Well, let's let's shift gears. I want to ask you another question, Sharon. Tell me about when when do you first remember accepting Christ or coming to know the Lord?
1: Well, my mother and my grandmother always talked to me about Jesus and tried to teach me how to be a good kid. And um, I was always in church. Um, I sang in the choir. I did solos in the choir. Um, I was baptized, probably around twelve or thirteen years old. Um, I did take a dive, like a lot of teenagers yes. do. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to do. Um, but I, as an early uh, in my early twenties, when I was a new mom. Um, I had found out about the Holy Spirit oh that's cool. and um, this was something that I really, really wanted, and I remember getting on my knees in my living room and mm-hmm. praying for it and um I never felt so much joy and so much cleanliness in my whole life it was It was great. And when you have those down spirals in your life, I always can remember that that happened and remember that day. Mm -hmm. And um, so I can hold on to that and and, uh, be strong. And then I got re-baptized in Israel in 2019, which was great.
0: I love it. In the Jordan River.
1: In the Jordan River.
0: Did you bring like a little bottle of water home?
1: I didn't know. I didn't you would know have
0: thought <laughs> I always wonder, like, I've never, can, are you allowed to put that on the plane? You know, a little sand, a little Jordan River. Oh, it's good. That's so good. I love that you had that anchor. You had that, you know, that memory mm-hmm. of kneeling on the floor and how God just, He does. He revitalizes our faith. He does. Me? Makes me want to go home and just get on my <laughs> living room floor because all oh, those moments are the best, Absolutely. They? Tell us, you know, about your, you cared for your first husband, absolutely. When he was ill. How did that happen? How did God put such a love in your heart to do that and see it
1: through the, the his uh, his illness? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, when you love someone, you're going to be with them and do as much as you possibly can. Um, he was ill for at least nine years, and then the last two years were really, really bad. Um, after a while, you stop praying for a healing and s- start praying for the suffering to stop um, and i was I was never angry with God. God was with us the whole the whole time mm. so um, and then, um, I had told myself I was never going to get remarried. <laughs>
0: Until you met Dennis. See, I I on the other side was praying for Dennis to find the perfect wife. So Dennis spent many Thanksgivings at my table, many Christmases, and we're like, oh, we we have to invite Dennis because where's Dennis going to be? We were so, oh, we love Dennis so much. That's awesome.
1: Well, I wasn't looking for a husband. (laughs) Um, The small group, small prayer group that I was in, they decided they were going to pray for me to find at least a companion and I agreed that they could pray for somebody for me to go out with I love it. I love or to watch a movie. Yeah. But I was not interested in in marriage. Yeah. And um, actually, the first time he said, I love you, I was really, really angry. Oh, <laughs> I haven't
0: heard this part. This is great.
1: <laughs> he made you angry. He made me angry cause you just messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, now it's too far gone. I'm going to have to marry you. <laughs> but it was odd because... Um, my Bible study had just prayed this prayer and he had just returned from Israel. Mm-hmm. And I know people that were there praying for him because he went to Israel yeah. without a companion. And so they were praying for yeah. him to find a soulmate. We did. And um, the Sunday that he came back to church, he sat in front of me. I'd gone here for two years and I'd never seen him. It's so funny. And so he sat right in front of me and... He's a talker, so he turned around and started talking. (laughs) It's good. But two years earlier, you wouldn't have been ready. Oh, no. So God Um, almost mm -hmm. hid him from your sight. That's amazing. I wasn't ready. I didn't think I was ready then. First time he held my hand, I thought, what do you think you're doing? (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: It's a big deal. So after 35 years with your first husband and then to to be remarried, but it's it's a wonderful thing.
1: It is. Mm -hmm. And he's a, a strong Christian man. That's awesome. And um, I don't know why God put him in my life, but I'm very thankful that he did. Mm.
0: You all are adorable. So <laughs> such a beautiful couple. It's fun. And to see you serving God together and having fun together and doing life, it's it's really good. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us about your daily life. How do you spend time with God and oh, what do you want to see
1: God do? Oh, what do I want to see God do? Um, my biggest prayer is like, all of us probably that children and my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, that they would all come to know the Lord and um, it would be their heritage that they would just pass it on from generation to generation. Um, our times are hard and different now. And um, so I that's that's my biggest prayer. Um Yes.
0: That's so good. I think that's so important. That is one of the reasons that you're passing this on to those kids in Sunday school. Thank you for taking a place. Thank you for serving. And thank you just for being you. The walking miracle (laughs) that you are. (laughs) It's wonderful. I love you so much. Thank you.
1: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.